they pay me lots of money under the table. No, well, see, that is the. <laughs> now, why did not well, think of that? From Nuthouse Studios in Lexington, Kentucky, Blacklight Moon Productions presents Bluegrass Homefront. Bluegrass Homefront for the week of November 15th, 2020. My name is Tiny Brian and I'm your host. And with me as always is Victor. Good day, Victor. How are you? Good day, Tiny Brian. Well, it's a it's an exciting day here. Oh yeah, what's going on? Well, it's our season finale. Oh, woohoo! Yeah, we've been doing this for 12, 12 weeks now. We've wow, that's like three months. Three right? whole months. Yeah, we started this on the first day of September, and here we are. The well, I guess it'll release on the seventeenth of November, and that'll be our last official episode until season two, which will be sometime in January. The overlords did still approve it, right? Yes, the overlords have, have they they glow they glower at me when I walk up there to talk to them, but they still seem in favor of a new season. So. Okay, good. I'm ready. So it's been a, a big week. Yeah. Uh, lots of big things happening. Plague World is raging along as it has been this entire time. Getting worse. You know, if I think there's one theme to this whole season, I've been thinking about like I want to do a a poster that lists all of the artists and the different people we've talked to. Okay. And I I think that. Our, our whole season one title should just be Plague World. Should do it like one of those senior senior shirts, you know, and, it's, and just have like nineteen, you know, for COVID nineteen, and just put all our little names in it. <laughs> I, I, wow, those are kind of obsolete now that it's no longer the twentieth century. So <laughs> that might be fun. So yeah, but, but you know, one way or the other, the the COVID has definitely changed our podcast. It's changed everything. No, it's changed the world. It's and changed the world. And made people even shittier than we thought they were. And, uh, yeah. You know. But I am pretty proud that we've gotten this whole thing launched in the middle of this. Uh, we somehow did. we found a way to scrape together 12 episodes of a podcast and we talk to a wide variety of people. I feel pretty good about what we've done here. And we we talked to a lot of great artists and played some fantastic music and um, talked to some pretty interesting people from Chip Cosby to... You know, to the uh, representative lady and yes, to Representative Scott. To representative Scott could get her day right away, but yeah, and pretty, the cheese lady. Let's not the cheese lady and and then of course the KSR guys. And, mm-hmm. and we went to we went up to Whitesburg and talked to uh, John John Haywood John Haywood, which so. may be like I don't know. He's he's a pretty talented dude. So got a tattoo. Uh-huh. So there you go. Got a we we learned about some yoga. We we and we learned about some spaceships. Yeah, got a puppy. Got a so, puppy. I mean, it's been it's a pretty beer. Pretty. I, I feel beautiful. like we need like some sentimental music here or something. It's been a. Well, been I mean, a lo- we can always play whatever we want in the background. I guess we can, but let's not. Okay. <clears throat> so to wrap things up today, we are going to look to the future. Um, later on in the show, we're no, the future's not that direction. It's over here. Victor's looking around for the future. Oh, well. there it is. We we see it now. It comes upon me. Yes. And uh, so we're going to be talking about the 2021 Lexington Music Awards. Yes. With the creator of the Lexington Music Awards. We're pretty excited about all that. Yep. And we also talked to uh, Christy and Vance Evans. They are our landlords here. They are the owners of the Urban Squirrel. They are. You've probably heard us mention a few times. That is where our studio is located. We have some, some space rented here at the Urban Squirrel. We do. That's what we're. That's where we're here broadcasting from. So we're going to talk to them about how they got all this started. There's there's some fascinating Kentucky people, and we do like talking to Kentucky. And this people. is a pretty fascinating place. It really like, is. Like you have your podcast at a storage area. Why we, yes? Why well, yes? We do. Yes, we do. We're, and there's also bands that practice here. And yeah. There, and there's all kinds of things going on people here. People store their junk, cars, trucks, boats, RVs, everything. So we'll talk to them and get a little more on that a little bit later on. But first, music. Music. Let's hear some music. Some good ditties today. Back in the hills made of rock salt and sand. Barely scraped by it all works done with hands 
My name is Joseph McGregor, and I live out near the county line, out past the gray water tower, the red brick house, there's mine. No, it ain't much to look at, but I built it with my own two hands, sits on 27 acres. That was my grandpa's land. Letter came on Monday. The lawsuit has done been filed. Been overdue since April. And I've got till July. Jenny, she's getting nervous. It's written all over her face. Wish I could find a way to show her It's all gonna be okay So this ain't the first time I've been down I've been here before so don't count me out Hard times come just like that one day they're gone Bear down and ride out so Fifteen years on the night shift Maintenance mechanic at the mill They hung a notice on the time clock From my boss down in Brazil Company said the plan is idle. Still in Kentucky can't compete. Longer hours, cheaper wages. That CEO's got kids to feed. This ain't the first time I've been down. I've been here before, so don't count me out. Our time's coming just like that one day they're gone. Bear down and ride out in the storm.
I've got a pistol in the glove box And I know the clerk has got the cash My mind's racing like a freight train As I stand here pumping gas I check a traffic guide on Main Street As I plan my getaway The dashboard picture of my babies Makes me put that gun away This ain't the first time I've been down I've been here before so don't count me out Hard times come just like that one day they're gone Bear down right out Darkest hour, it comes just before the dawn. Bear down right out Welcome back to Bluegrass Homefront. This is Victor with Tiny Brian. Hey. All right. Now, <clears throat> excuse me there. In that first set of music, we heard Jory Bowling with Hail for Certain, Cody Howard with Thrift Shop Suitcase, and Tony Logue with The Storm. Hail for Certain is probably my third favorite place in Kentucky by just weirdness of the name. Oh, yeah. There is a place called Hail for Certain, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm also fond of Monkey's Eyebrow. I find that to be a hilarious name M- for Monkey's a place. Eyebrow is a good one. Yep. And uh, I'll... What's the other one? Oh, there's se- there's several. There's like I think there's even like no, that's that's Arkansas. I mean, there's Stinking Branch. There's Stinking Branch. There's Slaughterhouse. Well, they they tried to call it Sunshine Hollow, but now but now but people know better. It's Stinking. It's that's actually not Stinking Branch. It's Stinking Branch. Yeah, it ends in it ends in a little mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, one thing we forgot during the first act, I was thinking about it while that music was playing, is. Uh, we didn't talk about football at all. Oh, yeah. And we, we had a pretty good – UK, at least, had a pretty good football day they yesterday. They did. They uh, got back on the winning track against Vanderbilt. Kind of let Vanderbilt back in the game in the end, but uh, they come away with a 38-35 victory. Yeah, we uh, sat here at the sat here at the Squirrel and watched that yesterday. We you did. And I, we were here working on day job stuff and yep. took a break to watch some football and eat some wings. And yep. It was a good, good time. Exciting game. Like you say, a lot closer than I really wanted it to be, but it was still a – for sure. Still and fun the, uh, to watch. And, and the, the right ending. Right. And the Cardinals, they didn't fail, fare too well. They they fell to Virginia at 31-17. to 17. They're, so having, they're having a bad time with, with Virginia, Virginia in general. Virginia Tech beat them last game. so That's, well, hopefully Louisville will get it back on the road. Well, they, they're a pretty crappy team in a pretty crappy conference. So what do you expect? Mm. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we go ahead and get into uh, – Christian Vance. Yeah, Vance, after we uh, got our whole set up here, which uh, hopefully you've went to our socials and saw our pictures of what we're, how, where we're working here, our studio, and uh, yeah. the first people who got to come sit down with us after we got it all kind of laid out and got it how it is now were Christian Vance. They, mm-hmm. We all kind of work here together, so we had a, an afternoon. We all crowded into our little spot, and they talked to us and talked about their lives and how they kind of got this started. and great Kentucky business and we think you'll enjoy it have a listen all right enjoy and we are happy to be joined at this time on bluegrass home front by our landlords Victor they're here oh they're here yeah here well, they are well we better have our rent then uh, well I think we're up to date on rent this is uh Christy and Vance Evans owner of the urban squirrel and our landlord here at, at uh, bluegrass home front welcome to bluegrass home front guys thank you so uh, we found the Urban Squirrel. I thought we'd take just a minute and start out just talking about the weirdness of how we kind of all came together. It was about this time last year. Uh, I was looking for a place to store some stuff because I was moving, and we were also looking for a place to have our Christmas party. Correct. You were getting ready to store some nuts. I was needed to store some nuts and uh, needed, to, uh, needed to have a place to party, so we came over here and ended up renting a storage unit still renting from you a little bit smaller space now but still renting 
and we did end up having our party here, which is for our, our day job company. We have Victor and I were both work kind of do a, another thing on the side besides this podcasting gig and had our Christmas party here last year when you could have Christmas parties. So that was fun. What's always what the, we love to tell the story of uh, telling our people that uh, we're going to have a Christmas party at a storage unit. And they all thought that we were just going to roll up the door of a storage unit and have a party. <laughs> they didn't realize you guys actually have some pretty great party hosting stuff here back when we could people could actually get together. And, you have a pretty nice little facility. And that would be called right? Squirrel Hall. Squirrel Hall, yes, Squirrel right Hall here at the Urban out. Squirrel. Holds about 50 people. And, you know, it occurred to me this morning that, you know, back in January, because after we had the party and everybody had a great time and we – we were looking to do some other things with our day job thing, so we t- and and we were also thinking about this because w- the four of us went to Winchell's for lunch uh, about a year back in January, mm-hmm. and I think we actually told you that we we were thinking about opening a thing and calling it Nuthouse Studios. I think we actually had that name for that Winchell's meeting, if I'm not you mistaken. Yep. So I know that Christy, you were a designer. And Vance, you worked for the. I don't, I don't want to say you just worked at a lumber yard. This is a, this is nice wood. This was the reclaimed wood that everybody loves so much, right? Yes, longwood antique woods. Antique woods. There, there we go. go. So tell me how you guys went from you know fairly successful. I know you guys have have been pretty successful in what you've done previously. What made you decide you wanted to step out on your own and do this? Well, we just had a had a vision and started looking and. Everything just sort of fell into place for us. So you had the vision of doing a storage center before you actually found this campus. Correct. Mm-hmm. Wow, this must have been like a godsend then for you to discover this and go, well, this is perfect. That's It just fell in our lap. So what made you guys decide that you wanted to do, you know, storage? And, and where did that – because if I was thinking about businesses to start – this would uh, this is uh, this would be a com- I, this would not be high on my list of things. So, how did you guys come up with what is apparently a pretty lucrative business here? Well, Christie's family have been in the storage business for several years, and we just started getting our minds together and tried to wrap everything around our head and come up with a plan. And so, we went out to Las Vegas to the self storage convention and did a little research and found the right people with all the right products, and started a, started our plan. So I, I don't know that I would have guessed there was a self-storage convention that you could attend. They have Twice any and all conventions in Las Vegas. <laughs> I guess right. Yeah. Yes. Good reason to go to Vegas. I think I've been to three of them. So there's a spring one and a fall one. So, Christy, your, your family's been doing self-storage? Correct. Is that, uh, you guys are from over in the mountains, so is this like Mount Sterling? Where do they Correct, do? yes. Interesting. I noticed that Victor and I have had to do some traveling to the mountains a lot for various things, for the show and and other things. And we've discovered a lot of like individual buildings, like they've stacked like five of the little outbuildings all together and put the things on it. And they're calling that self-storage. And it's just weird looking. Mm -hmm. But you guys are pretty great. You have a a huge warehouse facility here. Used to be the recycling center, if I'm not mistaken, right? It was Wise Recycling. And uh, so you've got a winding, a huge maze of, of, of self-storage where you can get pretty relative, you can get lots of good access. You can come in and out, and it's, it's in the dry. and All it's indoors. In the, yeah, and then some of it's climate controlled. So it's a pr- if, you're, if, you need, if you've got things in Lexington and you don't really know where to put them, this is a great place to put them, I can tell you. So, so what's your tagline again, Christy? Store your nuts here. There you go. Store your nuts here. So we would, you know, and, and I I've often think about if the plague world had decided to leave us alone, you know, we would have, this would have been a very different year for us. We would have been trying to do some karaoke and some other things in the actual Squirrel Hall instead of building the blanket fort that we're in now. You know, we, we were always going to podcast, but originally we had thought we'll just use the more simple podcasting rig, just the little recorder that we have that we now take when we go out on the road, but... When it became clear COVID wasn't going to clear up and we weren't going to get to do some of the things we wanted to do, we had to figure out what we could do, and that became this. So, right. And you guys have been such great partners. We, we're uh, Even as our, our day job sort of expanded a little bit earlier in the year, we were able to use some more space to do some, some industrial stuff that we were doing for our day job. So 
we've loved the flexibility of being able to work with you guys and 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 be able to uh, be able to partner with you as we're working through all this. Yep, same here. <laughs> so you guys grew up in Mount Sterling, right? Yeah. So Both how did you. did yeah. so were you guys high school sweethearts? How did you guys decide to? <laughs> give us no. seven years older. Oh. No. So how did you guys first get together then? We've known each other our whole lives, I guess, pretty much. So, but we just happened to run into each other one night. And Sparks flew, huh? We, yep. Too bad we didn't see them a long time ago. Uh, we yes. wouldn't have wasted all that time. Better late than never, though. <laughs> That's right. It's amazing how you can see somebody a hundred times and then see them one time and be like, "Oh, wait a minute, hang on a minute." <laughs> exactly. So and. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit because we had talked to Christy a little bit about your the church you guys attend and how they're in the process of a building program and yes. wanted to talk a little bit about that because you you attend the the Catholic Church here in downtown right yes St Peter Flavor and uh, they're in the process of they're in the middle of a building program yes they're at phase one <laughs> which is just kind of getting the that phase one is complete and we I'm, I'm assuming they still hope to start phase two in the near future, which will be the, the church, the, the, yeah, the, the building itself. The yeah. Building itself, yes. So you're building the new church building. They've done, oh. um, the first part, the, um, sanctuary. Oh, okay. Um, what is it called? The hall. Oh, the hall. Yeah. The hall. Oh yeah. The, the fellowship hall. The fellowship hall. That's what they So that, that's, that's what they, and now, cause you guys are having services in there, right? Correct. Been for a few years, so we're hoping phase two starts soon. Well, as a as I as I often mention on this show, I I was a Baptist minister, so yeah, church things always fascinate me, and building programs are a stressful time for a church. So, you know, we'll be praying for y'all. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, let's talk about your Kentucky experience just a little bit. What do y'all find some of your favorite parts of Kentucky? I know we all love the mountains, but where's like your favorite place to go in Kentucky? What's your favorite like weekend getaway? Oh, we probably recently. I mean, just I mean, we grew up at Cavern Lake, but that might still be one of our favorite places to go camping and yeah, we go camping, go boating, fishing up there. What do you, What do you like to fish for, Vance? Like, uh, what kind of fishing do you do? Well, I do a lot of fly fishing. You up do in fly the fishing. Gorge. Okay. See, I don't. Uh, when I think of fly fishing, I think of like New England or somewhere out west. I don't really think of Kentucky. Yeah, but it's good fly fishing. It's a hidden gem, yeah. The fish and wildlife, they, well, I'm sorry, the you, the hatchery down at um, Cumberland stocks all the several creeks throughout the state every year. So when you get there, if you get there at the right time after they've stocked them, they're, and there's still holdover fish that'll stay there through the year as well. So there's always at least something going on with it. Mm-hmm. My dad was a, was a huge, was a, love to fish and I used to love to go fishing with him it's one of the things I really miss about him is that I haven't been able to work up my gumption to actually take myself fishing when I have to when I'm responsible for all of it <laughs> oh so let's talk about some of the interesting things one of the first things I discovered when I was when we really didn't even know each other that well when I was just kind of coming in and moving my stuff around and stuff is just how much like I came in one night and there was a band performing or practicing in the hall and I came in another night, and a lady had a storage unit open, and there was like 50 paintings of her father's just mm-hmm. scattered about the whole area. I'm like, every time I come here, it's something fascinating. Mm-hmm. So tell me about, uh, without you know giving away the privacy of your, of your clients maybe, can you tell us about some of the more interesting things you guys have stored here? Uh, we have se- several people that do run businesses out of here, so that, um, you know, that, that's kind of neat. We've seen a lot of businesses come mm-hmm. in yeah. and out. Yeah, we do some of that, so. Correct. You got us and you got. What interesting things have we seen? Oh, gosh, we've seen a little bit of everything. Um, All kinds of really nice cars and stuff. We do also have indoor cars, boat storage, so Mm -hmm. a lot of neat old cars that people store. Um, Yeah, I admit, when when we brought our staff here, that was one of the things we had to caution them about. It's like, all right, there's all kinds of cool cars and things here. Don't touch them. Right. <laughs> Please leave them so, be. So here's my burning question on, on the car storage. So when are you guys get one of those car vending machines? Yeah. 
Right. <laughs> that would be perfect. I mean, you, you know, you could store more, put one in one spot, and store uh, 12 of them. Yeah. Just get you yeah. a tower. Because sure when I first started seeing those, I was like, I want one. And then later on, I was like, oh, no, you know who needs one of those? It's Vance. He needs one of those. <laughs> yeah. Be, I've seen them, too. They're yeah. incredible. <laughs> Let's see. So as we're wrapping up here. What do y'all think? What's the what's the future look like for you guys? Where where do you think? Uh, I mean, you seem to be in pretty. You seem to be pretty well at capacity here. Yeah, uh, we've been st- throughout this whole pandemic and everything. It's been a we've pretty much been full. I guess everybody can't do anything, but they can clean out their house and need somewhere to put their stuff and go through the garage and or buy a boat or a camper because they can't really go to Vegas or something. Exactly. Right. Yeah, it's been well as you. A lot of people know you can't even find a boat or RV to buy because they're all sold. And now that everybody's bought them, now everybody needs a place to store them too. <laughs> that means in about eighteen months, if you want to buy one, you'll be able to get one That's pretty right. cheap. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> oh, but so we just want to take a minute and definitely boost the signal for you guys. And like we say, we think this is a pretty pretty amazing place, and there's so much potential here. We've we've had a great time this year, and we're looking forward to many more years of working with you guys here. So, uh, Christy and Vance, thanks for being with us here on Bluegrass Homefront. Thank you, guys. Thank thanks. you. Thanks. Thanks Have for having day. us. Bye-bye. If I hear another damn whiskey song, I'll lose my mind. Cause whiskey's the only thing that reminds Yeah, me that she's gone and she ain't come back yet Some drink to remember, some drink to forget Yeah, if she asks you how I'm doing Don't you tell her that God's honest truth I'd hate her to think she's out there when I'm the one to lose If she asked how I'm doing, don't you tell her the truth If I hear another damn wine song, I'm gonna jump Another I'm sorry and I'm just a drunk Yeah, and I can't quit drinking, oh, and I wish I could Another I promise this time it's for good Yeah, if she asks you how I'm doing Don't you tell her that God's honest truth I'd hit her to think she's out there when I'm the one to lose If she asks how I'm doing, don't you tell her the truth Hey, I've run some bad roads And choices I've made the same All I wound up was busted A broken heart and a bad name Yeah, and I've been trying to be better to finish all the too much on my plate Yeah, when she asks you how I'm doing Yeah, go ahead and tell her that old truth It's just the same She thinks she's out of winning I'm the one to lose Oh, Lord Yeah, when she
Mama grabbed my hand, said, hold on tight Then took me on a living room flight I flew around the world on the soles of her feet Treetop flying, my life's complete When I was a child, my world was small Neighborhood backyard had it all Climb my tree house and felt the breeze. BMX baseball skinned up me. That was my whole world. Small as it could be. In 1983, flying on mama's feet. Daddy let out a whistle when the sun sank low the Street lights kicked on, time to go Better get home for mama yells my name See y'all tomorrow, high fives and rusted chains That was my whole world Small as it could 
Welcome back to Bluegrass Homefront. This is Victor with Tiny Brian. Word. So in that last set of music, we heard Cody Lee Meese with Don't Tell Her the Truth, followed by Lance Rogers, Flying on Mama's Feet, and finally Downtrend with Back for More. And Downtrend would be our final artist of the season that we're going to play. So That's it. Yeah. I think this is a fine time for us to take a moment and just... I know we've said it a bunch, but one more time, we just we are so thankful for all of the artists who have agreed to participate with us. Yep, each and every one. You guys have been awesome. Yeah, we, tw- in 12 episodes, we have something like 50, 51 artists that right. have participated. We've played I mean, 72 songs, 72 songs, yep. So uh, we, we certainly hope, uh, we think the music has been one of the best parts of this, certainly better than most of our talkiness. And uh, we are very thankful to all the, the musicians who participated. The music turned out to be better than I planned or I thought it would be. Yeah, you it know was the I mean? part we were most nervous about at the outset of this, that we wouldn't find music, and it just turns out there's a plethora of music right here in Kentucky. Oh, there really is. There's so much talent, even right here in Lexington, which mm-hmm. we're getting ready to talk about. There is a lot of music going on, yeah. That was your setup, Brian. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I miss my setup? I'm, is there a second setup on down uh, the that's road? That's why I said here in Lexington, we're yes. going to talk about what next? So, yes, we're going to go in and we're, we're going to talk to the creator right now of the, of the Lexington Music Awards. I think he said we're in our seventh or eighth year. Yeah, Normally like they're that. held at the Lyric Theater here in town. Uh, it's a fascinating story. It's, it, it, if you've ever wondered how one of these, little, one of these music things work, we're we're gonna get fully into it with uh, David McLean. With David McLean, he's gonna and uh, gonna fully explain it to us. And uh, he is a great guy. We really hope to be working with him more as we move ahead into season two and other projects with with Blacklight Moon. And I hope that you're as inspired as I was just by meeting and talking to David. Oh so. yeah, so we met him because he is a, he is a hugely busy man. Yeah. So we had to meet he. Like it was nine thirty at night when we finally, when he was done teaching guitar and teaching music, and could finally and come out to meet with us. Well past eleven when we got done. Yeah, talking and it to was him, past but. eleven, and we both worked mornings, and it was still we we were excited, and yeah. So this is we we found this to be a great interview, and we we certainly hope you enjoy it. So we are pleased to be joined here in Nuthouse Studios with uh, David McLean, who is the founder and the the, the mastermind behind the Lexington Music Awards, as well as many other things. David, welcome to Bluegrass Homefront. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to this. We, uh, we're, we're so glad you took the time. I know you're very busy with doing guitar lessons and doing music lessons at, on uh, here around town, and we thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Absolutely, man. I had a blast. So uh, tell us when the Lexington Music Awards got started. Uh, well, we're coming up on the seventh one, so what would that have been, um, 2014, 2015, whatever the, um, yeah, I think the first one was, was January, or, or well, February of 2015, and then the others have all been January. Um, we always tuck it right between the uh, the end of the playoffs and the Super Bowl, because there's always a week off. There you right go. There. Oh, that's, yeah. a lo- that's, that's, that's lovely marketing. Yeah, yeah, that's, I where must we, admit. that's where we pin it. The, the Grammys finally caught up with that idea and did that last year, too. Oh. So we were we were competing with the Grammys, but so that's okay. Our show's always better. So what Yeah, was, the Grammys are just copying you is what's going on. That's what's going on, man. So what was the inspiration for the Lex Music Awards? Um, you know, that's a great question, and, and, and it could be a long-winded answer. I'll, I'll just say, to, to make it real short, that the idea had been um, talked about among dozens and dozens of people for years. Um, and then I had a conversation um, with Tom Martin. You may know Tom. He's From um, the radio. He, at the time, was, uh, yeah, he, at the time he, was, he was with the um, Lexington Area Music Alliance, and there, mm-hmm. as a nonprofit, I thought it would be a great project for them. Of course, they had their hands full with a million other things going on at the time. Um, and, and he said, you're right, it'd be a great project. <laughs> you're like, why don't you do it? <laughs> <laughs> um, and he gave me all these reasons why it, why it wouldn't work. And, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, he was, he was lining up, like, here are the things you're going to face. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you'll, you, you know the, to, to get this off the ground is just a, a monumental task. And he was right about every single one of them. Um, we, I, I ran into every one of those walls. Um, but what I, what I decided was just, you know, it was time to do it. Um, you know, the, 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 the every major metro, 
metropolitan area in the country, um, or almost everyone anyway, has um, some sort of music awards. You know, whether you're whether you're talking, you know, Vegas or L.A. or or Boston. Does Louisville? Do we know? Does Louisville have music awards? Yes, they certainly do. Yeah, in Cincinnati. Um, so is it is it just Lexington music artist or is it? statewide excellent question um we decided early on that was one of the big questions that came up what's the geographical boundaries and we opted to let each voter decide what they felt the geographical boundaries could be we had arguments that it should be just lexington um, initially we were going to call it the kentucky music awards if you if you go way back to the early blogs that's what we were initially calling it but that seemed like a, a, a much larger endeavor than any of us were prepared to take on. It, yeah, as um, as we have as we are people who thought so arrogantly that we're going to examine Kentucky music, we have ran into the fact that it is a there is a wall of music. Well, to, it is. It's a huge endeavor, and, and and people don't realize that the the depth of any like you could just you know throw a dart at any musical style, and you're going to end up having to do a deep dive. It, it doesn't matter whether it's hip-hop or jazz or country it, or rock it really or reggae. There's a reggae band reggae. in Lexington. There are reggae bands, and there's a whole Okay, yeah. I have one yeah. on the top of my head, but there are I guess yeah, there are and more. they're amazing artists, too. We're not talking like, you know, oh, this is the obligatory reggae. They're all right. Oh, no. And there's these some... guys are top yeah, just flight. Like, all of them are top flight. Um and that's kind of how it is in, in pretty much anything. And so we, we opted to go with the Lexington. We were initially going to say Lexington Area Music Awards, um, but the acronym for that llama is the exact same thing as the Lexington Area Music Alliance, and we didn't want to confuse, confuse with people. their organization um, because we didn't want anybody to think that they were endorsing the, the or that it was one of their projects or something. And, and, you know, and then, of course, if I screw something up, then it's looking bad on them. Right. Um, so we just went with Lexington Music Awards, um, and and um, but but to your point in terms of the the area, um, we had arguments everywhere that it needed to be just Lexington, you know. But then you get around like, well, what if the band has like a member from Richmond and a member from yeah. you know, yeah. and that's the that's actually more often than not that's the case. Exactly. And Very quickly, you get into like purity tests. Yeah, and then so then then the argument became well maybe it should be you know Lexington and any county line that touches. But then of course we you know we had people outside of that, and then you know then it became um, we even had arguments that anybody who who you know performs in Lexington a lot and is a major. Um, a major deal in the Lexington music scene, even if they're out of state. So then it became, so it was really, really difficult to nail it down. And we finally opted to just say, look, who, if you're voting, vote any way you want. Okay. You know, if, if, if you feel that, you know, Moorhead has, has the, the jazz artists that you want, but Elizabethtown has the country band you want, and Somerset has this, this great blues band, and like whatever, you know, do whatever you want to do. And for those who go, this should just be Lexington, then we're like, well, then just vote Lexington. Like, whatever you want to do. And you know? whoever gets the most votes wins. Well, it's supposed to be community-driven, so I thought rather than micromanaging it from the top down, what I needed to do was shut the hell up, get out of the way, and let many minds make the decisions rather than me, you know, being some dictator at the top of the thing. I'm basically just a ringleader. I, I, I pulled it together, and I think we have the best awards program that I've ever seen in any, whether it's the Grammys or down to locals. And I think that because, precisely because I'm not smart enough to do it on my own. So my, my one piece of smartness was to get the hell out of the way and let all those ideas come to the table. Because we've got hundreds, if you, if you went back and looked through like, for example, all the Facebook group discussions, you know, there were hundreds of posts with hundreds of comments each you know, some polite and some not so polite as people were sort of battling to get their ideas across, and that's why it's so good because it was so, it was so community driven, and and so that's kind of what I born uh, in that crucible of ideas, and kind of the best ones had to win. Yeah, well, and sometimes the best ones don't even win. Just that that the the, the um, that that it still gives people the, for example, during the public portion of the voting, they can still vote any way they want. So mm -hmm. I mean, you guys could disagree completely about it. You don't have to make up your mind. You just have to make up yours, and you make up yours, and you vote any way you want. And at the end of the day, whoever wins is going to win. 
All right. So, David, thanks so much for joining us here on Bluegrass Home Front. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Yes, it's a blast. Welcome back to Bluegrass Home Front. God, I've just, I'm, I'm telling you, I cannot get over that man. He is such a great person, great inspiration. Oh, David McLean. Yes. Yeah, he was excellent. And, uh, well, he is excellent. So. Yes, he, he remains excellent as of time of this recording. So, we are excited to see what's going to happen with the Lexington Music Awards. We can't wait to actually go and, and to see them when we're out of, as I mentioned at the top, Plague World. Yep. I'm going to be on press roll. I don't know about you. Yeah, I'm ready to get some, I'm ready to, to get, get credentials. Cre- yeah, buddy. And, yeah, so. We can't wait to, uh, and I, we got to say, you know, we, we talked about the musicians and the general stories that we found and leads we want to chase down to bring you stories about things that are happening just here in Kentucky. I mean, as much as we've just scratched the surface with the musicians, oh, it really feels like we've got a thousand, thousand we more really episodes. Do. And we'll ne- and never leave the state of Kentucky. Right. You know, we'll do a thousand episodes, two stories an episode. And when we're done with that, then we'll talk about maybe Tennessee and Ohio. You know, we'll just start maybe spreading out. Won't. Maybe we won't. Got to pick a cooler state in one of those. <laughs> well, they're neighbor. Which okay, here's a good question for you: What's your favorite Kentucky neighboring state? Neighboring state? Because we got seven to choose from. Can you name them all? First of all, I can. Virginia, West Virginia, 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 Tennessee, Missouri, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio. That sounds like seven. It is. So, which one's your favorite? Missouri. Missouri. <laughs> maybe Illinois. Illinois. Would maybe s- Mil- maybe Illinois because that's you know I got family roots there. So sure, yeah. Illinois just seems certainly seems like the most interesting of all of them, and but it's also the one we have the least. Like we just have a little tiny nudge of Illinois, right? No, we got the whole southern border of Illinois. Well, their southern border anyway. But, yeah, because we got that that whole thing across the top. It goes Ohio, Indiana, and then Illinois, and then I guess probably the smallest border we have is probably from Missouri. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I haven't thought about Kentucky geography since the fifth grade. So. I like West Virginia pretty good too. I can't say I have too many faults with them. Well, being from the mountains, it's just a whole state of mountain people. So well, yeah, you, I mean you can't. It's hate definitely them. a and, state I understand. In Virginia, I would like them better if everything wasn't illegal there. Yeah, if you guys could just. Just Find the stick that you have stuck in an uncomfortable spot and just relax just carefully a slide it out so you can relax. Yeah, just we would all love you a yeah, lot more. Chill, just chill. <laughs> we get it. It's it's good. But you no, we love all our neighbors though. Don't yes, take us we wrong. Do. Yes, we tease, but we do love all of you, except for the ten- UT fans. Well, Victor may love you. I'm, no, I could I could care less really. But you know that that orange is terrible. It is. All right, so now that we've we've talked bad about all of our neighbors, so we're, we've stirred up the feuds, let's talk a little bit about our fans before we go, because this right. is our last time to talk to everybody, and we, you know, the, so it started to happen, it's happened more this week, we've, we're bingers. Yeah. If you're downloading all of our episodes, and you've, you've reached this point, and you're binging us, welcome. Hello, we, future people, we are so happy that you've chosen to join us. We appreciate it. Uh, please go and uh, look us up on Facebook and Instagram. We're at uh, Blue- Bluegrass Homefront on both of those. We're BGHF Bluegrass Homefront initials the, podcast. On, BGHF podcast on on the Twitter on the Twitter because we we like to call it that for some reason. Uh, so please join us there. And uh, there's already there's already a good group of people who have jo- who have joined us there. Tell us a little about them, Victor. What, on Facebook? Yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, we've gotten uh, so far 475 likes, and we do appreciate that. Trying to strive for 500. Go figure, most of our listeners are between 35 and 44. Go figure. I mean, that. I'm older than that. Well, where are the people from? You were talking about different places people were from. Let's not talk. Let's stop talking about gender identities and go back to well, cities. Well, apparently most of our listeners are from right here in Lexington. And then, we have, and then we have Pikeville, Louisville. And then Pikeville, where we're from, and Louisville, which is the most populous spot in the state. Right, so. and then it goes to Bowling Green and Moorhead and Frankfurt, which is all tied at nine, I guess. So that's kind of cool. Got Bowling Green. You know anybody in Bowling Green? Me no. either, so there you go. We know some people in Moorhead. Used to know people in Frankfurt, sort of. And then uh, we're listened to, apparently liked by three different countries, the good old U.S. of A., Peru, and Canada. Which makes total sense. Sure. We know a couple people in Canada, and your wife's from Peru. So She is, but I find it interesting that I bet none of them really listen to us, though, because why would they? They can't understand us. 
So, Donde you know. esta podcast? <laughs> <laughs> There's that. Well, so, anyway, so tell so us, tell us, tell these people about how to give us some feedback. Yeah. So first of all, you can definitely interact with us on social media. Uh, you can comment, like, share, message us in those places. We're and we're happy to respond. You can also email us your feedback, and we would really appreciate that. You can do that at feedback at bluegrasshomefront.com. And uh, you can also rate and review us. Uh, you can do that on iTunes if you're an Apple subscriber or wherever you get your podcasts. Or there is actually a central website that <clears throat> is attempting to be sort of the IMDB for podcasts. Oh, and yeah. that is a, called Podchaser. Oh, Podchaser. And if you go to our website, bluegrasshomefront.com, it, there's a link to, to our Podchaser page where you can leave us a rating and a review uh, right there. So, mm. uh, And before we go, we do want, to, do want to take just a moment to acknowledge one of our fans who tried so hard to break into the top fans this week. And I uh, want to th- thank Rhonda in Colorado for all of her support over help. these last 12. Uh, uh, help me, Rhonda. <laughs> well, she is. She listens and she writes a I'm, bunch of stuff on her Facebook page. That so. was part appreciation part joke there is a song called help me Rhonda." so you know yes all right so uh well this is the last time you know we're we're this is the end what do we do we need to say anything else before we mm, i don't know i mean it's uh it's not the end it's well it's okay the, it's, it's the beginning it's, of the end yes it's the the end of the first season so it is. We're, we're gonna be taking a break and we so happy holidays to everybody happy holidays we're not guaranteeing we won't show up you know, sometime around the holidays, and maybe yeah, we might do a few little bonus episodes so here and there. Keep maybe. your feet open. Uh, you never feet? know. Ears, your, not feet. Feed. Oh, feed! I thought yeah, you said feet. F- I was like, like what, R- what, are you, what are you promoting here, Brian? Easy no, there. Easy, yeah. No, keep your RSS feed open. Oh, okay. And because uh, we may have some more, some episodes, some little bonus things here and there before we get back for season two. So, sure. And and once again, we all we we all of us here at. Bluegrass Homefront, we thank you and we love you and we appreciate you. Yes, stay safe and wear a mask and uh, let's stop the spreads because we want all of you around when we get back for season two. We so do. be with us and we love you. And uh, Bluegrass Homefront is produced by me, Brian, Tiny Brian Woodard, with Victor Anderson, who is our music supervisor. Our associate producer and editor is Malachi Woodard, my beloved boy. And uh, we offer special thanks to Michael Trent and Catherine Leon Anderson. More information one more time is at bluegrasshomefront.com. Feedback at bluegrasshomefront.com. Until next season, this is Tiny Brian reminding you to beware of rabbits. They eat carrots. Toodles. <laughs> <laughs>